Are you ready? Because it's time to go lead everything. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Go Lead Everything podcast. Phil here, and it is the second day I've tried to record in the new house. I actually tried to record yesterday and had some audio difficulties. We have uh, completely switched where we're at. My wife and I moved to the suburbs here in Houston. We're officially suburbanites. Went on a little two-week hiatus because we just needed to focus on some other things, and that's okay. I want y'all to know. I've been feeling guilty because I know I've gotten some great feedback from some of you that you're getting value from some of these things we're doing. We've, st- we've kept up with the weekly podcasts, but you know, I feel guilty when I don't put content out anymore. It's odd, but um, I want you to know it's okay to take some time for yourself and do what you need to do. And um, my dog, Moose, is right here. He's going to make a cameo. Come here, buddy. What do you got for the podcast today? Huh? He's breathing hard. He's crazy. He's got the zoomies. He's a good dog. But um, we're enjoying the new house. We moved just last week. Been a lot going on. There's tons going on with our corporate work. There's tons going on with our side business. With the move, it's just been absolutely crazy. We've had some family members, members battling illnesses that we've been dealing with. So that's been a little bit crazy. But overall, it's been great. And I got some really great feedback from another coworker today that uh or actually it was yesterday but um it was somebody that's been listening to the GLE podcast and I'm always thrilled to hear from you when you're getting value out of the GLE podcast and wanted to share with you a little something that he was asking me about and this individual is super sharp awesome individual I'm thrilled to have him in my network um and was thrilled that he was getting some value out of the podcast he was asking me about speed reading and that's something I'm passionate about I've talked about it before if y'all want some tips on speed reading Go ahead and go to goleadeverything.com, click find out more, and feel free to schedule time with me. I'm happy to share the little that I do know about it, but if you're not familiar with the concept, probably can triple or quadruple your reading speed in maybe one conversation. There's some additional practice and techniques and things that are going to just take time, but overall, um, it's really speed reading is really a mentality towards reading that uh, is, is different than we are trained to do as uh, children. Uh, most of us at least. So <laughs> I was thinking about how I would explain speed reading and I grabbed a book. You can notice my bookcase over here. I haven't even gotten the books out from the move yet. I got, got them in boxes still, but I grabbed the first book on there and it was A Gentleman's Guide to Toasting, edited by Dave Fulmer, Gentleman Jack Toastmaster from the Jack Daniel Distillery. And um, man, I just love... Love, love the concept of toasting. Um, it aligns really closely with stand-up comedy. I think there's so many opportunities for giving a good toast and things that you can communicate when toasting. I've had the opportunity to be a best man multiple times and give some longer rehearsed toasts. Definitely my advice for you folks, if you are giving a long speech slash toast, do not wing it. You must prepare that is the biggest thing I see when you know people that aren't familiar with getting up in front of people and performing and giving a toast, a speech like that. You don't see how much that they have prepared. And uh, 
I went up and and for my brother's wedding gave about a six minute, six seven minute I think, um, memorized speech, which took me hours to write, and probably another few hours to really rehearse. Not many people knew that. You know, I got up there with a drink, said a few words for five minutes. Nobody probably thought anything of it, right? But if you've ever been to a wedding where you watch someone wing it and fumble their way through some story that goes nowhere, you see the difference between someone who's prepared and someone who has a point and knows what they're trying to do and say and trying to make it. And I'm not saying I'm like a great speech giver or anything like that. I'm just saying that that speech I got some good feedback on. And it's not like an easy thing that, oh, yeah, I just I just won it and it was a good speech. No, like you put thought into it. You think about how you're going to open. You think about the points you're going to make. You think about the stories you're going to tell to support those points. And you think about how you're going to close and land that. And where I've seen myself do well in corporate, in meetings and things, I've prepared to the point where I have those openings, those closings, those points, stories, all the way through that have enabled me to be effective. And, and even oftentimes, the most important thing with setting up anything is the premise. And this is what you'll hear stand-up comedians talk about is how important it is to set up a good premise that the audience can relate with and can understand. Because if a joke is funny, as long as the audience understands the premise of the joke, then they will get the joke. The joke will land. It will be funny because it is funny. It's an inherently funny joke that's been proven out. So it's their job to make sure they set up that premise correctly. But um, man, A Gentleman's Guide to Toasting, such an interesting book. And I'll, uh, I'll read through the intro just because I find it so interesting and I want to share a little bit of it with you. You can look into it on your own. I may share a couple of these toasts too, which are kind of interesting. But there are those universal gestures that have a rare magic to lift us and mark the simplest of moments as special. A tender kiss, a warm ovation, and a well-offered toast. Of the three, the toast is the most mysterious. A toast is all at once a poem, a public prayer, a proverb, a secret sentiment, a roast, a bit of wit, and a veritable verbal badge of social facility. Which is to say, a good toast is hard to find. And so, this gentle guide. The civilized and genteel art of toast giving is appropriately as old as civilization itself. And like most symbols of civilization... Venus de Milo, Aristotelian logic, and wrestling. Toasting goes back to the ancient Greeks. In the days before tamper-proof packaging, the Greeks began the practice of drinking to one another's health and welfare. It was a good-faith gesture designed to excuse the nasty Greek habit of spiking the punch with poison. Later, the Romans refined the custom by improving upon the palatability of the potables of the period. 
The Romans proved their good taste by discovering that a piece of burnt bread, toast, placed in a goblet seemed to mellow the flavor of the wine. It was the char on the chunk of bread that did it. And that, dear friends, is how the charcoal mellowing of fine Tennessee whiskey was born. Well, maybe. But more to the point of this book, that's how the toast came to be part of the social imbibers vocabulary today. Since the Greeks, gracious toasts have raised the spirits of gentle folk around the globe. Today, the cultured of every culture have developed their own favorite phrases of praise to accompany the clink of the glass among friends. What follows here is a guide to the gentlemanly art of toast giving. Included are a few introductory tips, suggested etiquette, some passing anecdotes, and an illustrated collection of a few of the most beloved toasts. So let's begin with a toast by the French philosopher André Guide to writers, speakers, and all aspirant toastmakers. Everything worth saying has already been said, but since no one was listening, it is, necessar- it is necessary to repeat it. Shall we drink to it? Man, so such good, uh, good advice. And I'm going to read just one more chapter. It's called "Guide to Gracious Toast Giving." It's literally a page and a half. Man, it's just like six bullets of what goes into forming a good toast. There's toast etiquette and protocol in here. There's different libations. There's etiquette for special occasions like weddings. Toast for all occasions. A bunch of examples. Um, so this is the guide to gracious toast giving, and you'll hear a lot of people today talking about gratitude and how important it is to come from a place of gratitude in your interactions and in everything you do. And uh, I think part of what makes toast giving performing at any level is that sense of gratitude. And, and I think this is what this is getting at. It's that guide to gracious toast giving. You want to be a gracious toast giver, grateful, full of grace. I would prefer to leave the subject, manner, method, and mode of your toast making up to you. But in this modern age of guides on everything from fly tying to bow tying, Resume writing to social wrong writing, gentle folks are in constant search of good advice. There's a lot of American know-how showing Americans how to. So I'm offering my advice on toast giving with the peace of mind that the American appetite for knowing the rules is second only to the American passion for breaking the rules. Remember, rules are for common men. When uncommon folks break the rules, it's called style. So here's his bullet points. Be eloquent, whimsical, and witty. Tough assignment, but try. Toasting is not for the thick of tongue or faint of phrase. The best way to achieve all three is to learn from the examples that follow in this book. Remember, it's impossible to put your foot in your mouth if you keep the ladder closed. Be simple. Simply put, 
the simplest toast is often the most sincere. Be yourself. The best words, witticisms, and stories are your own. A toast is toastier if it's original. The toasts that follow are for your inspiration and learning. But remember what I said about breaking the rules. Be brief. Brevity is the soul of wit, not to mention the heart of hospitality. The well-turned toast is terse. As the great Toastmaster General of the United States, George Jessel, observed, if you haven't struck oil in your first three minutes, stop boring. Be prepared. A toast is a public speech in miniature. As such, the best toast is well-prepared and painstakingly practiced. If you want to sound spontaneous, rehearse first. Be done. Lead your audience gracefully into your conclusion by using any or all of the generally accepted toast-terminating gestures. Finish with a verbal flourish, raise your glass, clink with a partner, and take a sip. Man, I can't tell you how applicable those bullets are to just about any sort of public performance, speech, toast, telling a joke, whatever. And I really love those last three. Be brief, be prepared, and be done. So many people I hear and see are, one, not brief. They're not prepared, and they'll just keep talking. They've made their point. And they choose to continually just keep going. Again, I'm probably guilty of this sometimes too. I'm not pointing the finger here. I think it's great advice. Wanted to share it with you all. And again, just stumbled on this this week. I appreciate your patience with me and Eunice as we have been moving and allowing me a couple weeks off to kind of get our feet under us. Um, really good tips here. Those that are listening to the GLE podcast and getting value out of it, I'm thrilled about it. Love you all. I'm hoping to hear from you more and more as we go on this journey together. And really, I'm just so excited to bring you some value, whatever little I can bring. And I'm, I know that we are capable of so much. I know that we are going to do so many great things together. And uh, with that, I raise my glass to you. Cheers to all of you out there, all you homeowners, all you parents, all you brothers, sisters, and sons and daughters, mothers, fathers. I have newfound respect for all of you as I continue to grow and learn. So here, here, cheers to you. Y'all go lead everything. If you enjoyed today's show, give it a five-star rating, follow, subscribe, and head on over to GoLeadEverything.com to learn more about the Go Lead Everything movement. For more great content daily, follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at RealPhilSwanson, Facebook and LinkedIn at Philip Swanson. And for videos of these episodes and other great video content daily, subscribe to the Phil Swanson channel on YouTube. Now go lead everything.